Welcome back to another episode of The Mac Rumor Show. I am Dan. I have Hartley here as usual. And uh, Hartley, are you feeling wonderlust? Are you feeling it? I, I don't know if I'd go that far, <laughs> but even... I am, I'm feeling something. I don't, I don't know what it is. What do you think Apple's Excitement, referring to? Maybe disappointment. Who knows? Disappointment. Oh, let's hop on that train for a minute. So if, uh, for those of you who might not know, although it was pretty big news yesterday, it's amazing Apple's marketing that like before the event even happened, it was trending and, or the event, the announcement for the event even happened. It was trending. Lots of people were excited. And then sure enough, at noon, invites went out. Wonderlust is the name of the event, apparently. And uh, we're going to do, we'll spend a couple of minutes doing what we do best. Um, I personally don't want to, but let's speculate. What does the event invite mean to you? The tagline? And it was like bluish, grayish, which I mean, obviously, we kind of just assume that that points to the rumored blue and gray iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max colors with like Apple, like kind of like deteriorating into like dust particles. Uh, but like people thought that was like titanium and I don't know. What, what, what do you think? What do you think, Harley? I think that's what it's got to be. I mean, there's, there's four colors in this logo, um, gold, blue, gray, and silver or or white those are the four rumored color options for the iphone 15 pro so i don't really see how it could be anything else well, I sometimes thought, uh, the invites don't seem to mean so much i thought year, i thought gold I was not going to happen oh not gold um uh it was uh so it's blue gray uh silver and um, black black that's it black yeah. not gold okay like I was gonna say, I, don't, I mean, there, I, I am a little colorblind, so I was like, I don't see gold in there. But yeah, I'm, um, it's because I'm so used to saying gold every year. But also, wait, I'm looking at our image that we posted. I want to make sure I have the right image, just in case uh, we accidentally vibe, you know, up the vibrant vibrancy on the colors, and then that's not correct because in this one, I see like a light blue. Do you think that has anything to do with uh, with the iPhone 15? Oh yeah, so okay, that that I is right. Yeah, I don't know if there's any specific. I don't know if the shades are specific, but I do think they indicate those four things. I think it's too coincidental that we have recently heard and narrowed down from multiple sources, even more reports coming out today, that these are the four color options, and it just happens to be that those are the only four colors present on the invites. I think it was our own Joe Rossignol that tweeted that it looks like a butt. And I just can't unsee it. <laughs> I just can't. I'm trying. So, I'm trying so hard. I'm trying so hard to unsee it and be mature, but I just, I just can't. He's, he's correct. It looks like a butt. Well, that's, um, that's our best Apple invite take so far. I think. Yep. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but um, no. But seriously, yeah. Those those colors make a lot of sense. The particles. I mean, I've seen the titanium thing, and I. I mean, I guess is. Do you think that titanium is going to have like that, that brushed look that like the rest of this has? That would make sense, right? I think it's got to. Um, I think it's an, a necessary part of demonstrating that this design is something a little bit different. Um, you can polish titanium, as it happens, when you've seen uh, some amateurs actually polish the Apple Watch Ultra. It looks great, but it just looks like a stainless steel uh, Apple Watch Ultra. So to really convey that this is a different material, I think it has to have a little bit of a different finish. Yeah, I don't want I don't want polished. I, I am over the polished stainless steel look. I would like a more like matted down brushed titanium kind of look. And it does um, just get covered in fingerprints, the stainless yeah, steel. Yeah, it really does. And like the scratches are more prevalent. And I just, I'm not a big fan of that. Um, it's better in terms of scratches on the like space black version, but like the fingerprints are still kind of out of control. Um, I saw someone say it was something about like glass and on the iPhone 15, but I don't really see that. Did I cut out again? Or are you just... You have nothing no, else to say. No, I'm just uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm just I'm just I'm just trying to take in glass. glass yeah, I don't know. I, I I don't know. I saw someone. Yeah, I mean, like, like a different type of glass. Like like 
like a matted down look to the Apple logo means like because wasn't there a rumor that the 15 standard was not going to be glossy glass anymore and it was going to be frosted? Right. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if that's I, from the invite. No. I no. I mean, I mean, I didn't say this person was right. I'm just saying. No, that's that's, what, that's it's, true. That's true. That's true. It's just what um, I saw, I and I'm that, like, yeah. I think the only thing that maybe the logo does indicate, um, other than the colors, is the wallpaper. Um, that will be used in marketing and on the box um, because that kind of lines up with this S-shaped um, graphic that is also being rumored at this point. So that isn't exciting, but it's it's something else that's probably in this invite. Yeah. Um, I could not care less about what the box looks like. I know I've seen some people being like, I yeah. want the, the dark colored box. Like, who cares? That box, I don't throw them away, but it immediately goes into storage. So I don't know that we need to talk about the box too much, but I get it. Because like the, the box usually has the, the phone with the wallpaper, and I know people are trying to figure out what the wallpaper is going to be. And uh, hopefully it's this butt-shaped iPhone, but or this butt-shaped Apple logo. <laughs> uh okay that's the event invite do we know for sure that this is going to be the same format as usual lately pre-recorded with you know media watching the recording again it certainly looks like it i think it would be surprising if this was an in-person um just sort of uh, on stage uh announcement i think that would be surprising i think apple's just kind of over that now which i think personally is a shame uh, but this is just the way it, it seems to be yeah i miss i miss the in-person invites i really do the in, well not the in-person invites the in-person events they've yeah. at least brought people back into the whole thing but like it's still not the same um even when i was there at wwdc like the crowd reactions and everything it's it makes for like a more interesting event when you can hear that in the broadcast and uh you know we're we're not going to get that um and you know it's been the normal since covid in 2020 so um anything else about the event stand out to you i know there was a rumor that happened late which we can get to in just a second but um is there anything else about the actual event details the invite we were pretty much and by we, I mean Mark Gurman was pretty much spot on on the 12th. Uh, I will also take credit for that <laughs> just because uh, I also just assumed it was going to be on the 12th and uh, with no like source behind that, I just made it up. I did an educated guess. I didn't make it up. I, I used an educated yeah, guess. Yeah, I mean, you know it's going to be, yeah. you, you can kind of work it out. So, but, it, you know, obviously it gives it that little bit more support when we hear it from someone like Mark. Right. I don't remember what the statistics are, but I feel like more often than not, it was always in a double digit part of September. Uh, and so, you know, 10, 11, 12, somewhere around there. But I think when I looked at the last, like, 10 years, it was a lot more single digit, like the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, 8th, somewhere around there. And I'm like, yeah. But, uh, no, we would have had invites last week if that was the case. And so, obviously, um, we kind of knew this was going to be what it was going to be. Hey, guys, just want to let you know this episode of the Mac Rumor Show is sponsored by ZBiotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I have to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Zbiotics. Zbiotics pre-alcohol probiotic is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink alcohol, it gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Zbiotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut when you need it most. It's designed to work like your liver, but in your gut where you need it most. Just remember to drink Zbiotics before drinking alcohol, drink responsibly, and get a good night's sleep to feel your best tomorrow. I just tried Zbiotics for the first time last weekend, and I can honestly say there's no better way to feel my best in the morning after drinking than with Zbiotics. Especially if you have three children that are six and under, you cannot be off your game after a night of drinking, and Zbiotics was a game changer. I was able to feel great in the morning, play with my kids, be a responsible person and a dad, and take them to all of their weekend activities, and I was feeling great the entire time. It's honestly 
honestly incredible. This Halloween, pair your candy and cocktails with Zbiotics to avoid a spooky next morning. Go to zbiotics.com slash Mac to get 15% off your first order when you use Mac, M-A-C, at checkout. You can also sign up for a subscription using my code so you can stay prepared no matter the time or occasion. Zbiotics is backed with a 100% money-back guarantee, so if you're unsatisfied for any reason at all, they'll refund your money, no questions asked. So remember to head to zbiotics.com slash Mac and use the code Mac at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode. Okay, so after the event went out, uh, the invites and everybody was getting all hyped, um, obviously we're expecting the iPhone lineup, the Apple Watch Series 9, and an Apple Watch Ultra, but then there was some uh, some buzz about an updated AirPods. Um you want to talk about that a little bit? Sure. So this is the rumor that Apple will update the AirPods Pro 2. So it won't actually be a new version of the AirPods. It will just be right. a kind of repackaged version of the AirPods um, that simply is, is the same in every way to the existing model other than a USB-C port instead of lightning on the MagSafe charging case. Um, they've done this sort of thing before. So... Um, we can kind of tell how this is going to look in all likelihood because when uh, Apple introduced the AirPods 3 in September 2021, that um, had MagSafe charging in Mm -hmm. the uh, charging case, but the AirPods Pro didn't. So what Apple did was they said, well, we were also updating the AirPods Pro um, and we are also selling the charging case separately um, with that functionality. And actually, that isn't even the first time they've done that because when they introduced um, wireless charging to the yeah, AirPods I was going to say two, two, I believe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they also made the charging case uh, with wireless charging available for people who had the first generation AirPods. So. If you like, this is going to be the third time that they have made a change to the AirPods charging case and in all likelihood sold it separately, um, as well as putting it in the box with all new AirPods Pro 2 models sold from this point on. So you uh, AirPods Pro 3. You think there's going Wait, to be no, AirPods, an AirPods Pro 3? AirPods Pro no, 2. 2, 2. So you think the uh, yeah. AirPods Pro 2, <laughs> there will be an update, so anyone who goes out and buys it from here on out will get a USB-C model, but also if they wanted to update their case, you can buy that separately as well. Yeah, that to me seems like the most likely outcome um, because a lot of people, um, obviously where it isn't a wholly new device, um, if you are in the market to buy an iPhone 15 Pro and you want to go all in on USB-C, but you have the AirPods Pro from last year, Apple has to provide an option for you. They're not really going to expect you to buy entirely new and identical AirPods just to get a USB-C port. I mean, I don't, maybe I shouldn't speak too soon, but I think considering that twice before they have made the charging case available separately, I think it's there's a pretty good chance that they'll do that again this year. They they have to. That's the last product, right? Then every uh, every single product will have USB C. Um, I don't think there's anything um, else except except for the MagSafe battery. Um, so oh, there's a chance I mean, that they could come on, Harley. Come on, we're not talking about that. Well, that product might it, as well not exist work. in my eyes. <laughs> it needs work. So there's there are the accessories like that, and obviously there's the um, the Mac accessories as well. Yeah, I guess the MagSafe so Duo maybe would need that. Well, maybe they'll yeah, just uh, uh, maybe they'll just release a new lineup like at the same time. They'll be like, "Hey, AirPods Pro now updated with USB C, and MagSafe Duo updated." With USB-C, and I would love to it have been like a MagSafe trio somehow where they can get all three um, because now that I've had a taste of being able to travel with all three, I, uh, I don't know that I, 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 I kind of want it back. This was, we did a sponsored video, and I'm not going to spend too much time talking about this because uh, I don't want people to think that this was sponsored. It absolutely is not. But it's one of those rare circumstances where you get a product for a sponsored video and you actually really like it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, like we, we wouldn't do things that we wouldn't like. But I mean, like, I really like this thing. It's the Anchor 3-in-1 Cube Charger. It's expensive, but so is the MagSafe Duo. And you get an extra portion to it. You can charge your AirPods, your Apple Watch, and your um, iPhone. And, it you know, it's, it's heavy, 
but it's small enough that you can toss it in your bag. I brought it with me last week when I went to New York City. It was perfect. I only needed one cable, and that was it. I plugged it in, and all my stuff was charging on my nightstand, and it was perfect. Uh, so I would love to see Apple figure out a way to make like their MagSafe Duo fold up and just have like a third flap. I think Mophie does something like that too, right? There are accessories. Yeah, out I've there. seen a few third-party accessories yeah. that take that approach. Um, yep. I think it's quite likely we will see updates to those sorts of accessories. Mac accessories, probably not at this event, because if they were to say, well we're going to introduce a new magic keyboard, magic trackpad, magic mouse with USB-C, and they would start packaging things like the iMac with wow. that. We're expecting an iMac the following month. Um, so it would be it would be a, a sort of weird and unnecessary change to their operations to actually put those in a product for just one month. So yeah. I think in all likelihood, we won't hear about Mac accessories until October. Yeah, that's true. So I guess it's not technically. I, I was thinking more of like the last major product to be updated. Um, you know, something that would get like a tab on the website. Uh, so the iPhone, right. yeah. the AirPod, like things like that. But yeah, yeah there are going to be a bunch of accessories that still have Lightning that will need to make that transition. If they upgrade the <laughs> Lightning, the port on the um, Magic Mouse, do you think they move the location of it? Oh, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. Did you and see? I think that they did will... you see that that Twitter post from that guy who wrote like a friggin' five thousand word essay about why it is where? And it, by the way, very well written. Lots of great arguments yeah. and points, and probably the reason why Apple did it. But like, I didn't need to read that, and I don't know why I did. Yeah. So I, I think uh, either they've got to completely overhaul the whole Magic Mouse, which I wish they would do, because I hate it. Um, I've used it on and off over the years and I hate it. Um, or they are just literally going to change the port. And I think that where they want to have a sense of continuity, they will just change the port. I don't yeah. think we're going to get a whole new magic keyboard as well. Um, and if they, I mean, there, there, there is still going to be so much lightning in the lineup. That's what I'm currently thinking about. Um, because of course we'll still have probably the iPhone SE. We'll still have the iPhone 14. Um, we'll still have, the iPhone 13 and 13 mini in all likelihood. And strangely, we'll even have the first generation Apple Pencil, which you have to use oh with a USB-C adapter anyway if you want to use it with the uh, the iPad 10. I mean, at some point, Apple's going to have to phase that out, right? At some point. Yeah. That um, Apple Pencil's going to I phase just, out. I, I don't know how that's going to work. Um until they update the uh, the entry level iPad to be able to take the second generation Apple Pencil, which, which they could easily do. It's got the same design as the other ones now, so that's probably next on the list for the next upgrade. But um, yeah, so USB C is obviously coming to um, well all the major product line now. I mean, there's still going to be some. Some that will have it, obviously. But like from here on out, don't expect Lightning to ever make an appearance ever again on a new product. Um, that's just not going to happen. And if it does, I mean, I have no idea what Apple is doing there. But I mean, it's pretty safe to say that that's not going to happen. Um, and uh, I do, let's, let's talk about, because I don't think we talked about this last week, did we? About the new iPhone colors? No, we didn't, because it was still a, a moving picture last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's still sort of moving now, but we are solidifying an idea, at least, of what to expect at this point. So let's, yeah, let's talk about the, um, let's talk about the new iPhone colors, because that's what we talked about here at the beginning. And we said that there was uh, some, some blue and some gray. And if people were thinking like gray, I don't remember gray being a color. Well, that's because that's the rumored hot new color. Does that get you jazzed up? Let's talk colors. This is your favorite thing to talk about. Does it, it Titan is my favorite topic. Gray or titanium gray? What are they calling it? Titan gray was what I heard. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's an image floating around. I made a video on this not too long ago. Uh, so go check it out if you want to see the image in which you see all of the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max colors lined up. I'll just 
I'll just give you an idea of what it might look like. If you were to turn your TV and invert the, or just like change the colors to monochromatic or like almost black and white, that's basically what you're getting. Uh, there is no vibrant pop of color, which we don't usually get on the pros, but there is nothing that is going to scream out at you. Blue is the most colorful option that you're going to get this year. Um, I feel like that's going to be popular, right? It's got to be. I think that the Titan Grey will be unexpectedly popular. I kind of like the look um, of it. I'm not going to lie, but I just, it's boring. I, I, I really, it's, it's maybe it's boring, but I think that it does provide a bit of a unique look considering what we've got used to with the iPhone, which is what you have to remember. Um, because the last time we actually had an iPhone this color would have been the iPhone 6. S, the iPhone 6S and 6S Plus, okay. where you had a where where it was space gray and the space gray aluminium chassis did look kind of how this Titan gray is supposed to look. So it's not a dark gray; it's quite a light gray. It's almost silver, um, and I think that that is the look that Apple is wanting to move back to here. I can get I can get behind that look. I I I don't mind the gray, but I need to see it in person because we see these renders and then we like see it in person. They do look sometimes drastically different. Um, and so you know you got to see how the light hits it. And um, so yeah, I'll probably. I mean, I, I can't I can't really base that technically before I make this purchase, but we'll 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 see. Um, is that is that the one that you think you would go with? I think so, because I've had the um, white and silver iPhone for years at this point, and it has basically looked the same. I always think it's the best-looking iPhone. Uh, I never get the, the gimmicky color options, because uh, maybe I'm boring, but I think it's a classic design. Um, and I think that this is the one color that maybe would tempt me, because it does remind me of kind of iPhone 6 nostalgia. Um, so... I feel like it's not deviating too much away from the white, um, but it's just a little bit different uh, to add a bit of a different edge this year. Uh, but I'm quite excited about it. I'd like to see what it looks like at least before I, I make my decision. The space black is my favorite. But I, I, I did white before, or silver, whatever you want to call it. It's white to me. but um, So this is like a good middle ground. I also don't mind the dark blue, but I mean, kind of been there, done that. I don't know. You know what color I really like, honestly, for the pros is the green. And I missed out on the green that they did the last time. I think that one looks the oh, best. Yeah, it, was, it was midway through the year, wasn't it? It was a um, mid-cycle. So yeah, and I, I liked that green better than the forest green. Was that the first one? Um, the 11. Uh, midnight green. Midnight green. Forest green was what they did for the 12 cycle, right? For the 13. Was it the 13? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, well, so that was the one I missed out on. And uh, I liked that one. So I wish we could have had that. Obviously, I'm still sad that there's no dark red in the mix. Um, but yeah, so blue and gray. I don't, I don't even know. People are right. We don't focus a lot on the iPhone 15 and 15 Plus. What are the colors for that again? I don't even remember. Oh, this is, this is a, whole, a whole debate because... We've heard so many colors um, for these devices at this point, mm -hmm. and it is so confusing. But at, as it stands at the time of recording, this is my understanding of what we are going to get. We are going to get five colors. They will be black, blue, yellow, green, and... Green? That's new, right? One more... Pink? Uh, what am I missing? Pink. That's it. Yeah. Um, Interesting. And that is it. No silver, no starlight, which is intriguing because we've never not had one of those options um, for any iPhone model. I like starlight too. It's a shame. Uh, green seems the most interesting, but is is this the? I think I did see this. Are these all pastel ish versions of these colors? Yeah, ah, they, they are so. Boo. They are so 
pale and desaturated that even Ooh. today when we got uh, images of new dummy models you actually can't even tell with the dummy models entirely what colors the dummy models even are because yeah. they are all that pale no thanks. so you can't really tell the difference say between the yellow iphone 15 and the green iphone 15 because they both look so pale and um like white that you you really can't tell the difference um but i mean it's it's different and i appreciate them going for something different year over year um and some people will be happy with those colors um i think that it will just depend maybe on what case you use um because most people after all do use a case um and maybe what you're used to i mean if you really like a product red if you really like silver this isn't your year but if you do like a pastel color um you've got loads of choice yeah that's what everyone's just going to yell at anyways in the comments what does it matter what color it is the co you're going to put a case on it fun fact i do not use a case and if i did use a case maybe i'd use a clear case in which case the color does matter and Apple obviously thinks you shouldn't be using a case because they do make colored options. Otherwise, they would just be one color. Although I am, I do, I would love, maybe it's colorware. I'll have colorware just like make me a retro iPhone looking, uh, you know, black bottom with the gray top. I want that to come back. I really do. Yeah. 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 Cool. Oh, I, I used to love it when the designs used to have more different finishes that could be used to different colors. That's ultimately why I think the iPhone 5 and 5S and iPhone SE just looked so good because yeah. on the back you had those different textures um, that meant that they could they could do a lot more with the different um, slightly different shades like what was it was it slates and black and those actually were two different colors on one device clearly visible not just at the moment where you have the back is one color and the side is another that's yeah. the extent of what we get for colors so. I kind of like the idea of a little bit more design, um, but I don't know if that's going to happen anytime soon. I kind of miss the front bezels being white. I mean, it's impossible to do that now, but <laughs> uh, back in the day when we had the white phones on the front. It would have been interesting to see what that would have been like when the bezels were slightly bigger, like on the um, iPhone ten when the notch was huge yeah I, could, I think a white notch would have been really ugly but i would have still been interested to see it yeah um okay so colors yes cables for the USB-C port has been kind of a thing that we are unfortunately having to talk about because there's been some different you know reports out there people claiming that they have the picture a lot of it to me just looks like USB-C cables that came with the uh uh mac accessories but uh maybe you can tell us what do you do you think that that's what they're going to be just basically rebranded and will match whatever color you get or are they going to just be black cables or white cables we're obviously expecting them to be braided uh which is good because those are better but so it, it looks like um amid the change to USB-C, apple is i do think it's strategic um to make this decision to completely change the sort of cable that is included in the box and it is to really make it feel different to use uh, USB-C with these devices and I think that you have to bear in mind that almost all other Apple devices at this point are using braided cables um, started with things like the HomePod we now have it on um, uh, the MacBook Air the MacBook Pro the iMac has a braided cable um, really the only devices left without braided cables are the iPad and the iPhone um, so it makes sense to go for braided. They they wear a lot better over time. They definitely look a bit nicer and they feel nicer. Um, but they are more durable as well, um, or they, at least they should be. And the expectation is that these cables will be longer. They will be um, one and a half meters instead of one meter. So that's a nice little quality of life improvement as well. Um, and they will be color matched. So with these um, new pastel colors, you get a color matching cable mm. which is nice um yeah. i think and people like colors people like colored apple stickers and get excited for iphone colors so the colored cables are we do have to talk about it they are kind of interesting kind of exciting you're never going to get a different a cable that is that different than this um ever again 
and there has never been one as different as this cable will be. So it is kind of significant. What about the other rumor out there that Apple is going to sell an optional 15 Pro Thunderbolt cable? I think that makes sense because Thunderbolt cables are so expensive um, ordinarily to achieve those uh, 40 gigabit per second transfer speeds. Um, I don't quite know how much they sell for on Apple.com, but you can easily spend over $100 on just a standard Thunderbolt 4 cable. Um, that's really quite normal um, if you are into building um, uh, some sort of setup with Thunderbolt peripherals. Um, so I don't think that you would get a $100 cable in the box, um, typically. Um, a Thunderbolt 4 cable from Apple is $129 for 1.8 meters. So if they made one and a half to match, you're probably looking at $99. Um, but uh, I don't know what, this is a half meter in length and it's white and it's not braided. That is $30, but I don't think it's Thunderbolt 4. So take that for what you want or what you will or however that yeah. saying goes. Yeah, it's 20 gigs per second. I mean... That's half uh, the speed of Thunderbolt 4. Yeah, so looking at 3, 2, somewhere around there. Um, you can get 2 meters for $39, though. What's the speeds of uh, USB-C 3.2? 3.2... Is it less than 20 gigs per second? It's got to be, right? Oh, yeah. 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 So then just get this. If you um, guys were like, oh, I really want faster speeds than 3.2, but I don't want to spend $100, just get like a, I mean, you can get any Thunderbolt cable, but if you want to get one from Apple, um, you can get the $39 one that's two meters in length and goes at 20 gigs. But also any um, uh, USB-C 3.1 cable will be faster because um, Lightning is... USB 2. Yeah. So pretty much whatever cable you use, as long as it's faster than USB uh, 3, uh, as long as it's faster than USB 2 or Lightning um, at those speeds, uh, you're going to be doing better. What you have to remember if they do introduce a $99 optional iPhone cable is that's not like a charging cable that gives you faster charging speeds. That is for very specific use cases where yeah. you have very large files on your iPhone and it is faster to transfer them to your Mac via a wired connection because AirDrop would be too slow um, or uh, a USB 2 connection would be too slow. So it's pretty much exclusively for people that are actually using the iPhone, say, for video production, um, which does happen. Um, and increasingly, people do do that kind of thing. Um, but this is not something that Apple really needs to include in the box for everyone. If Apple is going to encourage, and that's fine, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna kill them for for this optional cable because most people don't need it. Even if you are buying a Pro phone, let's not kid ourselves, you probably don't need it. But if you do need it, there needs to be a better option for how the transfers work on your Mac with your iPhone. They need to create something, some sort of. I don't even care if you want to name it and make it a not a gimmick, but like a feature, a core feature like AirDrop. If you want to call this something um, that the moment you plug it in, some fancy little UI pops up and it's like, hey, here are your videos. You want to import these? And it like just does a better job than what you have to do now. Um, something that makes it just easier and better uh, because, I don't know, I mean, I just don't like the way the process is now and it doesn't really encourage me to want to do that. Um, but if it is faster than... Airdrop, people are going to use it. Yeah. What about uh, what about the fact that you can't like are we are we going to be able to charge faster with Thunderbolt or are they just going to strictly limit this to to speeds transfer speeds? So Thunderbolt isn't any faster um, in terms of charging. Well, it's got nothing no. to do with charging. No, no, no. But the wattage that you're getting out of this. Right, so that should be faster. Um, the The current devices are about twenty seven watt um, 
charging speeds, but allegedly the 15 lineup will be able to go up to about 31. So that will be slightly faster. What will be more noticeable in terms of charging speed differences are if you use a third-party um, magnetic charger or a wireless charger because of Qi2 support and because mm -hmm. of support for third-party MagSafe accessories charging at the full 15 watt rather than yeah. 7.5. See, what I was saying with like the Thunderbolt port, like, right, it does not have anything to do with charging speeds, but I could see marketing being something like that and where they are able to maybe limit the charging rate on the 15, but then with Thunderbolt, you'll get faster data transfer and faster charging. Like, I could just see that, but I don't know. There was something also about 125 watts um, with, uh, I, I read something recently about that. Um, and you know, there's a lot of phones out there that can use 125 watt power bricks out there and like charge at incredibly fast speeds. Like what, why is Apple shying away from that? Is it a thermal thing? Because. Phew. I think it's because it degrades your battery so quickly. Um, I think it's, it's just bad for batteries and where, if 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 on an obscure Android device, um, where ultimately they don't sell many units, um, and they they're not something that everyone buys, that can charge stupidly quickly, and then the battery degrades in six months, or there there are thermal issues with it, or whatever it may be. No one really cares because no one really notices. If that happens with an iPhone, people will notice, um, and people will be outraged after a year. Their battery health is on seventy um, percent. So it is increasing every year, um, and there are battery technologies that Apple can implement to improve this kind of thing over time. And by all means, some of those Android devices are implementing more advanced technology, um, but batteries are ultimately just chemical, and Apple can't, uh, in the space of this sort of change, um, generation to generation, make an increase that big. That's why every year we get a few extra watts, basically. Environmental concerns aside, and I'm not, uh, I'm not downplaying the importance of that, uh, but we don't want more batteries floating around out there you know, that need to be recycled and whatnot. But think of the business opportunity if people knew that you could charge your phone from zero to 100 in 15 minutes or 20 minutes like some of these other phones can do, and they use that as a selling point and then do warn you like, hey, your battery could degrade. However... If it does, feel free to bring it over to Apple and we'll replace it for you for $69. I don't know. How many people out there would be willing to do that? Being like, yeah, I know I'm going to get crap battery life for a year or after a year. It's just not going to be great anymore. But guess what? I'll spend $69 and good as new. Yeah, I could I could, I could, could actually see that happening. <laughs> I mean. Um, yeah, I can't, I can't deny. It's. It's going to be interesting to see what happens with iPhone batteries in general because all of this legislation that's floating around about easy battery replacements. Yeah. So there's stuff I mean, coming on, on batteries. Um, I mean, honestly, if you've got an iPhone 12, right, and you're like, I'm sick of this battery life. It's not great anymore. It's going to be three years old, four years old, somewhere around there. Um, I'm just going to upgrade. But like... I don't know, but like none of that other stuff really like, you know, you're not super interested in it. It's still a very good phone. There is nothing stopping you from just getting your battery replaced and ultimately having a brand new phone again because that's really the only thing that's degrading so much over time. Assuming the rest of your 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 phone is in good physical condition, uh, I mean, your phone can last you for another three, four more years easily on top of that with no problems at all. And you spent $69 as, as opposed to over 1000 because, good segue, uh, we're expecting the prices to increase. Not for the 15 and the 15 Plus, but for the ones that everybody wants to buy, the Pro and the Pro Max. So yeah. now now we're looking at, what, $10.99 for the Pro and $11.99 for the Pro Max starting off. Granted, there are rumors of the 128 being nixed, and so you'll be starting at 256 which is a great starting point. Um, and probably going to be the highest selling model in my opinion, because I think 256 is probably good for most people. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's no reason to, to upgrade if you don't need to, uh, when you can just get your battery replaced, if that's your biggest gripe about your current phone. Um, 
and plus with the prices, what do you think about these new prices? You think it's warranted? I mean, it's probably due now, right? I think it is warranted um, because it has been so long since there was an increase um, in price for these sorts of devices. Um, the first ten ninety nine, uh, the first ninety nine dollar iPhone was the iPhone ten um, in twenty seventeen. I mean, not, so nine ninety nine. Nine ninety nine. You said ninety nine dollar. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry. Come again. When was um, the iPhone ninety nine dollars, yeah. sir? Yeah. Um, so that is uh, been quite a few years at this point, and obviously there are economic factors. Every that means that every subsequent iPhone generation, because of inflation, Apple has made less and less profit, or had less potential to make profit from each model, and. It's just got to happen at some point. And I think what Apple tries to do is rather than doing an incremental price increase each year, so rather than it being $25 more expensive every year, they kind of try and keep it to a price point that people get used to and then deal with it in a bigger jump. Um, of course, what they did cleverly with the iPhone X was the iPhone X, when it was introduced, was presented as a new high-end model. Um, which hadn't existed prior to that point. So kind of how we're imagining what an iPhone 16 Ultra would be like was kind of what the iPhone 10 was. Yeah. And it changed what we understood um, an iPhone uh, could cost. And I think that considering that we've not had a new model introduced above what we have got used to as the Pro models, it just makes sense. You know, $100 in the grand scheme of things is not an awful lot of money. And you still have... Um, the iPhone 15 and 15 Plus, which are not going to increase in price. And I think that to increase the difference uh, in price between the standard 15s and the Pro 15s, it also probably just makes sense from a sales perspective to stop cannibalizing them quite so much and driving people just a little more to those standard models, which are great for most people, really. Um, the last thing I want to touch on is, uh, well, there's one quick thing and then we'll... The, the leather alternative iPhone 15 cases, different texture. How does that make you feel? Are you a leather case fan? That's the only case I do put on and use when I get my brand new iPhone for approximately, God, it's getting shorter and shorter. Be like a month, I'd have a case on it, and then I'm like, all right, I'm done with this. And then like a week, a couple weeks, and then now it's just like I don't even get the case anymore. Um, but uh, you know, that's the one I usually go with. So how do you feel about the changes coming to the case? Um, I think it was inevitable, ultimately, um, because Apple uh, has a lot of environmental goals and yeah. using a material like leather was never going to be something that Apple did forever. Um, so from that perspective, it makes sense. It's a bit of a shame because leather is a very nice premium material and nothing quite patinas like leather does. But at the same time, I have to say that I currently use um, an orange uh, leather case, um, an official Apple one, for my iPhone 14 Pro. And I did not intend to buy another leather case. Um, I used one uh, I used one every few years. So I think I had one for my 11 Pro. I had one for my 14. And I must have had one before that at some point as well. Um, and I always think that the leather... Um, is not great quality and I don't think it patinas that well yeah. so uh, and every time every few years I think oh maybe it's changed maybe it's better now and I think it depends what color you get and definitely the browns wear better but generally they just kind of go black along the edges it's not like a it's not a pleasant patina a lot of the time um, so and if yeah, you're uh, someone like see. my wife it frays in like a month I get my wife uh, my 13 pro max to use and I gave her a new case recently. I found the leather case that I used for like a day. <laughs> and I gave it to her. And within a month, the edges, the sides are all frayed and peeling apart. And I'm like, what are you doing with this? And she, it looks like she's putting it in a cheese grinder every single time. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, it's the, the, it, they, I think they are not that durable. I think they protect your phone fine. But sure. they don't wear that well. No. Um, the silicone cases, on the other hand, I think wear great. Every silicone case I have had has looked as good as new um, years later. Um, even after heavy use, even in a pale color, they just look immaculate. But the leather ones always look terrible. 
Um, the amount of dust and pet oh. hair that gets attached to any silicon case is enough for me to never, ever want to buy one ever again. I can't do it. I've only ever had that issue with third-party silicon cases, but no. not Apple's first party. No, I've had it with Apple. Yeah, I must I have a lot of that I must have a lot of pocket lint. And we have a dog that sheds like crazy. Um, that's usually right. the hardest thing to get out is just those hairs attach and they're like fine and they just stick in there and it's impossible. But uh, the last thing I want to touch on is should we be worried about the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max shipments or are we smooth sailing? No more delays? I wouldn't say worried. But what I would say as a word of caution is if you are interested in buying the Pro Max, uh, I'd, I'd order that quickly because I think that that has started mass production later. Um, and that obviously it has a more uh, complicated manufacturing process because it's the first device to have the periscope camera as well. Um, and those models are expected to be the most popular. I think they are supposed to account for something like 60 or 80% of all iPhone 15 sales in its entirety. So if you want that device, you are buying the most popular iPhone 15, but also the one that has started production latest and has the most manufacturing complexity. So yeah, yeah you need to order it quickly to be able to get that anytime soon and i would have thought going into the holidays that will be the device um, that has some issues if you want an iphone 15 plus or you want an iphone 15 pro i'm sure you'll be fine don't buy those phones just don't i can't i can't recommend it i mean it is a better upgrade from pro what's wrong with the iphone 15 pro no 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 not the pro no the 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 regular and the plus oh uh, i i i would say I mean, it's you're getting Dynamic Island, you're getting USB-C. Uh, I don't know. That's really the only major stuff there that I would say you're getting. Um, difference between the 14. If you're, it's such a tough call. I don't know. If you're looking at the plus, I guess if your only reason is because you want a bigger phone, then maybe. But. The price difference Looking between that way, and a pro, just a regular pro, just go get that. If um, I'm on a 24 month contract, which is what most people are on, and I have an iPhone 13, uh, a standard iPhone 13. I'm saying up it, always up it. I, uh, Seriously? If you're on a 24 month contract, the my brain does that dumb thing where it's all the same it's always going to be the same amount of money uh but my brain does the thing like oh but it's only like four dollars more why wouldn't i just go to that one like who cares it's four dollars a month if you ignore price and you just think of an average person with an iphone 13 they bought an iphone bear in mind a couple of years ago they bought the iphone 13 and they did not buy the iphone 13 pro so they don't they don't care about the extra camera and they don't care about stainless steel. They don't care about frosted glass or um, th this is not the stuff that really interests them. But they just want a good camera. Um, and they, you know, USB-C is useful. They've got an iPad maybe as well. Do they really need a pro model? The wisest thing you can do, because that 13, this would be your last month's payment. So it's paid off. My advice would be keep it another year, take care of it, buy the 16 next year, sell your 13, recoup some of that cash. That's the best thing you can do. But if you're going to get the 15, I guess it'll be enough of an upgrade, but not really. I don't know. It's so hard. It's so hard for me to look at the base models because I really do not use them enough. Um, and I, I don't know. I guess if the, the, if the 15 is supposed to get the camera, right? The main camera sensor? Yes. So your pictures should be quite better than before. Um, did I say 13? I meant the 15. Whatever. I, I mean, there, there's some reasons there for you. So it wouldn't be a, a, the worst buy in the world. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be questioning you. Um, but if you're like, do I really need it? I would say no. But if you just want an upgrade, like your contracts come to an end, you just want 
an upgrade to something that's a little bit better. You sure. get better battery life, a better chip, a better camera, USB-C, dynamic island, done. Listen, that's, a, new- that's, a, that's like yeah. a fair arrangement. I have no... I have no, like, room to talk because I am Mr. Yeah, give me new. New is always better. I don't care. So, yeah, do you know what? You only live once. Do whatever you want, okay? Get your new phone. Enjoy yourself. Be happy for, like, a day, and then it just becomes your phone again, and you don't care. Go ahead. You know, that new – there's nothing – that beats the excitement. Okay, maybe like, you know, getting married and like the birth of your children. But besides that, <laughs> opening up a brand new iPhone, there's just nothing better. There's just nothing better. <laughs> maybe there's a couple other things better, but um, yeah, so uh, that's it, really. Um, unless you think there's going to be another like surprise element that we're not talking about. Do you have any gut feelings? Do you think there's going to be like a, a quick surprise update product? It doesn't have to be substantial. It doesn't have to be a one more thing, but is there something we're missing? Otherwise, we're getting boring Apple Watches. No offense. I hear you, processor people. I get it. It's important. People don't care. The average consumer will not care. <laughs> they won't. They don't, and you'll never convince me otherwise. So this is not the time to upgrade to an Apple Watch Series 9 unless you're coming from something archaic. Uh, this is... This is an important thing for the future, but it's not for you. Or if you're looking at an Apple Watch Ultra and you don't have one already, then yes, I would say do it by all means. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have iPad mini. Do you think that's coming? Eh? No, uh, nope, I don't. Okay. I think, I think that the most unexpected and exciting thing that we could see, we have already mentioned, which would be an update to the MagSafe Duo. I literally that's, think that's the most unexpected thing we can uh, see. Or maybe like a redesigned MagSafe battery. I think that the accessories, USB-C accessories and iPhone accessories, like obviously this uh, this leather alternative case um, and chargers and batteries, that's the most interesting stuff and the most unexpected stuff that I think we could see. I'd be pretty hyped about a first-party like stationary bedside three-in-one charger. I would be pretty happy about that. Um, I love the 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 duo for travel because it, but it's not good to be on your like bedside at all times. It just moves around too much. It's not very sturdy. Um, I don't know. It's fine for when you're on when you're traveling, but yeah. I also just miss sometimes laying in bed and charging your phone and still being able to use your phone at the same time. You know, that's what the old cable is for. So enjoy your USB-C 1.5 braided cable that color matches your iPhone. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's really it. We'll catch everybody. Oh, oh, oh. We have, in theory, if all goes well, like a lot of guests coming on in the next month. Um, starting with next week. You're not going to want to miss next week. Again, things could happen. So if you see our big dumb faces next week and nobody else, then something fell through. Uh, and then post iPhone event, we should have another great guest. And then there's more. <laughs> so long story short, if you're not already subscribed to the podcast, please subscribe, uh, leave comments, tell us who you want to see on the show. And of course, tell us your thoughts on the Wonderlust event, which by the way, we, we never told, what did you think that meant? What does Wonderlust mean to you? I don't even know. Yeah, I don't either. I really don't. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, on, someone, on that was, note, someone was saying like, <laughs> so, yeah, you know what? doesn't matter. Let's just quit. See you later, everybody. <laughs>